This is that once in a Thank you for tuning in. This is Millennial Spaces, and I am your host, you know, Petty LaBelle, the one and only. I hope everybody's been having a good week. And as I said before, thank you so much for tuning in. So for this month's topic, we are going to be discussing... Getting educated, And, you know, I think it's a good topic to talk about because, like, education is a real motherfucking factor. It's super important. And education means so many things and comes in so many different forms. That's why I think it's such a complex but important topic to focus on. And so that is what this episode is about. So thank you for tuning into this episode. And to continue this episode on, you know, a regular note, I'm going to start by talking about my quote of the day. So my quote of the day slash my quote of the episode is, these four walls do not define your ability to be educated or to educate. So to first start off this topic, I want to focus on how there are various forms of education and I feel like we don't fully say that enough. And I want to talk about some of the different ways of getting educated and just learning in general. So of course, if you want to do it the old fashioned way, you can like get a book. Most people are probably like, why the fuck would you buy a book nowadays when you could use all other forms? But, you know, books are still good. It's a nice old-fashioned way to do things. And it allows you to create a sense of knowledge and be able to connect to a certain academic space, which is also important. And then there's also videos, audio, learning, and just listening to audio and people talking because certain people are better at understanding audio more than visual or more hands-on. So they would prefer to do something like apprenticeships and trades. And there's also like individual learning, group learning. And then, you know, if you want to also be like pretty much everybody nowadays, you could go back to school. So you could go to university or college. And the most modern way of accessing knowledge is social media and I feel it's such an important tool and to be educated you do not need to go to school to be educated nowadays because you have so much information at the tip of your fingers that you can access it quicker than taking a fucking four degree four year degree my bad four year to fucking degree oh shit It's just giving me some flashbacks of my four-year degree. And 
it's just so much easier just to go online. And I feel like for me, I think it's just important to learn. It doesn't matter how you're learning. As long as you're learning and finding ways to be intellectual and like getting out there into certain spaces and like learning new spaces and learning new things that are outside of your norm because it allows you to connect with the world better and it allows you also to understand the world more, uh, to understand the world better. My bad. My English has been a shit show recently. I'm so sorry. But it allows you to understand the world better, which is very important to also understanding the people around you. And I feel those are very important things that people need. And that's why I feel education is so important. But I think education has taken a total new form because of the modern day society that we live in, which we can connect to so many different factors. Which makes it dope as fuck, actually. Because I remember going back to like elementary school and we did not have social media to use. Like your ass would have to go to a fucking library to find shit. Like what the fuck? And now you could literally Google that shit. That is literally the new, more modern millennial phrase. Like, you don't know it? Google it. Because, you know, Google got all the answers. So to bring like a more personal perspective on the different types of learning and getting educated, I want to talk about how I feel about each one. So for books, I really like that version because it's nice, it's easy. I really just love the feeling of a book in front of me, like in my hand. I do not like online books. I have the hardest time fucking reading online books. Bitch, I feel like my eyes are going to literally die in front of the screen because literally I feel like the moisture is getting sucked out of my eye for looking at a screen for so long. And just the feeling of a book feels so much better to me. But at the same time, the knowledge you gain from a book is not always the best because when it comes to learning, there are certain books that tend to be seen as more important and more popular just because of the author. And like, I feel like a lot of people have a hard time breaking into the publishing and book industry. So I feel like there's a lot of educational books that I don't get to read because you have to really search for them. And so that's the hard part about that. But books are still, still, I feel like I love to still use them because I just like the feeling of a book in my hand. It makes me feel edumacated, you know? Um, videos, I love actually listening to videos like when I'm doing something and throughout high school I went through a hardcore documentary phase where I would literally watch every documentary I could find and I just loved it and even if they were things that I did not agree with I just wanted to learn other people's perspectives and I felt that was very important and I want to learn why people do certain things and I feel that's also important for me to learn why I agree with certain perspectives. So videos are like a go-to for me because I like to be visually stimulated at the same time too. And audio is nice because I love listening to my podcast and I love listening to things just in general that could just teach me. And I feel that there's so much importance of like taking different forms and tools of knowledge to be 
used as forms of education and individual learning i love that shit man i always am fucking learning by myself group learning Mm -mm. i don't fuck with that shit at all i fucking hate group learning especially because it triggers me to the idea of group work group learning group work we ain't friends we do not get along fucking hate group work because there's always that one motherfucker in the class who doesn't fucking want to do shit and i'm not down for that cause because i actually do want to work hard so sorry man that just triggered me bad that just triggered me let's take it back let me do some let me take it back so group learning not my biggest thing not a fan of because of it doesn't always work out but like when it comes to learning in groups i feel like it's still important to do it and even if something you don't always like it's still good to learn in different forms and for social media i find it super important as a way of getting educated because that's how i get most of my news and especially through instagram and like facebook I know who really uses Facebook anymore, but you know, sometimes a bitch gets bored and sometimes I log on and just fall down the fucking rabbit hole. So a lot of my friends tend to post things that I would not even know about. And I think that's really cool. And I follow a lot of groups that are of color and of diverse backgrounds because I want to catch topics from different perspectives and i think social media is great for that and then for school yeah i already doing that one right now so not a really big fan of learning in school to be honest because i don't like the way academia makes you feel if you do not fit into the norm or what's seen as the norm so i have a really hard time with academia in that sense because There's a strict rule of what is the way of getting educated in academia. And I find it highly problematic because you should be able to get educated or be viewed as educated in various forms. And so for the last one, which is more hands-on based, I really do like that, but it's kind of hard for me to get into like apprenticeships and hands-on learning styles when I'm literally in a space of academia where it's more theoretical based and like reflecting on other people's thoughts. So it's a nice thing to have, but it's so hard to access that unless you go through co-op and that's a type of thing I wouldn't want to do because it just takes up so much time and it just ruins my whole fucking schedule but back to the point so we're talking about ways of getting educated and I feel like that is very important so for me I want to talk about the ways I have been getting educated and yeah So to continue this topic of getting educated, I want to talk about schooling because that is like 
the most pivotal form of education that I am physically going through. And I feel like there are so many things that people need to know about school. And let's let's do this. Let's get into it. So we're going to start with some things you need to know, a.k.a. School 101. So this is for everybody who is in high school sometimes, but predominantly for people who are in college and university. This will likely resonate with you. Or if you are about to go into it, I'm about to save your life. Listen to these drops of knowledge. So, number one of the first things that you need to know. One, what do you want to do with your degree? Why it is important to you? How you are going to apply the knowledge that you've learned into a different space, into a different framework, into an actual job. So it's very important to know that before you just go into school and just take any fucking degree. And number two is you really need to know how to study. And if you don't know how to study, you're literally gonna get flocked. And the reason why is because If you don't know how to study, you have to learn how to study. And that takes multiple different learning processes and learning different types of studying ways. And a lot of them are going to fucking fail. So if you know how to study before getting into university or college, that would literally make your life so much easier and so much better because you're already a step ahead of everybody else by knowing how to study. Number three. You need to learn how to manage your stress because university and college are crazy as shit and they're so fucking stressful. Wow, I've had months, literally months, where I'm just like, I come home and I'm like, I'm dying. I'm really fucking dying because my ass had five assignments in a week and they're not like cute fucking assignments. They're like five different papers and I had two midterms that week. And it was just hell. It was fucking hell. And it was the worst moment of my life because I did not fully learn how to manage my stress. And if I learned how to manage my stress, it would have been so much easier. And it would have made life so much more simple. And another topic, or another specifically another point, would be how to budget money wisely. So a lot of people get money for college and get like bursaries and grants and if you have to, loans. And don't always budget wisely. So you need to learn how to hack 101 for getting educated. So If you're buying a textbook, buy a used textbook over a new one. If you can buy it on Amazon, it's so much cheaper on Amazon than buying it at the fucking school bookstore. Not only that, shout out to my homegirl Starfish, you know, you're literally going to make it into probably every video because we have so many stuff. 
that we've fucking done or that you've taught me. So starfish, everybody say hi to starfish. Hi starfish. So starfish taught me when going into university that if you really want to fucking hack the system, what you literally do is you buy the textbook at the store and then you photocopy all the pages you need and return the textbook. It's as simple as that. You're saving so much money by copying the pages and not actually keeping the textbook. Because then you could also recycle the pages. You don't have to worry about having to sell the book again. It's not the same price as keeping the book. So that's a really big life hack right there. So you don't have to deal with that because it's a fucking hot mess having to deal with that when it comes to spending money. And... When it comes to budgeting wisely, remember, like, don't spend all your fucking money on a new phone or a new laptop. Because that's not what's going to get you through the semester because your ass still needs to eat. You still need to make it to school if your school does not give you a bus pass or like a means of transportation. And if you don't live on campus and you also have to worry about month to month expenses, like if you have a phone, if you need Internet, if you have to have rent to pay and if your ass wants to fucking eat, you know, it's important to fucking eat. So please do manage your money wisely. And I say this not because I have been perfect at managing my money because I've been fucking dumb. Oh my God. First year of university. I was so stupid or I was at least I'm not saying, okay, let's not say I was stupid, but I was living super stupid, mad dumb. Because my ass would act like I'm a prof. I would literally go to Starbucks every fucking morning. Every morning. And it's not that I needed a drink. I just, I just could. Because I could afford it. But you know what? In the long run, my bank account was crying. My bank account was crying and having a breakdown because of how much money I was spending at Starbucks. And then I fucking hit a reality check. And then I was like... Why the fuck am I spending this much money at Starbucks every fucking morning? I do not need a venti. A venti anything. I don't even need anything from fucking Starbucks to be getting a drink there every fucking morning. That's a waste of money. That's like at least $7 right there every fucking day. Especially when I am a university student. Like... Why would I do that? I looked back and I was like, oh, honey, no, don't do it. But, you know, I learned from my stupidity to become who I am now. A little more frugal in school. So on to our next one, which is be prepared for failure. And I think this was a very important one because... Failure comes in various different forms, and not only that, it is okay to fail, or it is okay to have things not go the exact way you want in school, because they don't tend to always go the way you want in school, and that is okay. It is totally okay for things to not be perfect, and it's totally okay for you to fuck up on a grade, because that grade should not define you, and I'm literally still learning this to this day. I literally have called one of my homegirls and been like, bitch, I did so bad on that assignment. I'm literally dying. And she's like, no, you're not. Calm the fuck down. It's okay. 
this grade is not who you are. You are so much more than this grade. And that is one of the biggest problems of academia is that we base our self-worth and our importance and our ability to be intellectual on our grades. And that's why I fucking hate school at the same time. But got no fucking choice. So gotta get my degree. And the next one is number six, which is it is okay to change shit up, you know? Like, people are so worried that they're gonna get into university or college and then they're gonna switch their degree or they're gonna switch their major or they're gonna switch their minor, and that is fucking okay. You wanna know why? Because if you stayed in that and were fucking miserable, that wouldn't do any better. Like, that would not make you feel good. And I get you should be studying things that are technically seen as practical and helpful, but at the same time, if you don't love them, you're not gonna have a passion for it. And it likely will be harder to do these things if you don't love what you're doing. So it is okay to switch up your degrees. It is okay to switch up your minor. And for those of you who don't know, a major is the degree you study. So like certain people study human rights. That is the degree that they will get after the four years of hell. I mean, university that they go through. And if you're getting a degree which is your major, and a minor. A minor is like smaller. It's not a degree, but it's like a thing that adds on to look fancier, you know? So people can major in human rights, but have a minor in law. So it shows that you studied human rights, but you also studied a little bit of law, or you could specialize and you could study human rights, but you can specialize and rights of refugees and immigrants and stuff like that so it is okay to change it up and number seven is engage in daily acts of reading to make it easier when you analyze shit so a lot of the fucking time if your ass is in university sometimes college but not always college it's more of a university thing your ass will have to do so many fucking readings unless you're in like a science or a math field aka the sim um it is very important to always be reading because your professors are gonna hit you with some hard ass readings and you're gonna have the hardest time fucking analyzing it because you don't read enough so it is important to read but not read things that you hate read things that you love so that when it's time to actually analyze something you can feel more passionate about it and not feel spiteful. But like, I've gotten to a point where some of the shit I read, I'm so fucking spiteful. Like, I fucking hate certain readings that my prof have assigned to me because I'm like, this is useless. Okay, so back to it. Number eight, be prepared for clashes of learning styles and expectations in like a classroom because not every prof will teach the way that is best for you to learn and not every environment in the classroom is best for your learning because there are many times that I've literally been in the classroom and the prof is teaching in a way that is so harmful to my learning style and it's so counterproductive 
that you get so mad. You just get so upset because there's nothing you really can do, but you're also paying them to be in that class. So it's like, it's a hard thing to struggle with, but you have to find ways to get around that struggle because it really does get rough. Like it gets really hard to deal with it if you don't know how to find ways to even though even though you're having a hard time with their learning style to still be able to learn within the class. Okay, so number nine is you need to know it's okay to speak your mind and that it's a good thing that you do because not everybody will have the same opinions as you and it is okay to challenge yourself and to challenge other people within these spaces number 10 is burnt out another thing i had a hard time learning and still fucking do is if you spread your ass too fucking thin your ass is gonna burn out before the end of the semester because you're just gonna get so many things loaded on and we often forget that university students aren't just students they likely are working a job it could be a professional job it could be another type of job it is very common that a university student is working not only are they working but they're volunteering and they're committing their time to multiple other activities whether it is clubs at their school or organizations outside of their school so if you do not learn how to manage shit shit's gonna go up in fucking flames and it's okay to have a hard time learning but don't spend too much time allowing bad shit like not being able to manage the stress and burning out happen too often After it happens once, you should be like, I need to create a plan to organize myself to make sure it doesn't happen again. Or if you want to be extremely proactive, you want to create a plan before it even happens to you. So you don't have to even worry about the thought of burnout because literally burnout is a fucking bitch. Because by the end of the semester, you're like, I don't give a fuck about nobody. I don't give a fuck about this class, even though we know your ass is still trying to pass. But you're just so tired and you're so fatigued from committing yourself to so many things or just committing yourself to so many activities that it's so hard to get the final things done, even though you're already so close to the end of the finish line and the end of the semester. So always make sure that you are aware of burnout and that you have solutions to solve ever getting burnt out or being spread too thin number 11 is the imposter syndrome and my friend said it so well and it's the feeling that you are not as smart as everybody else in this space and you don't belong there and it's a serious thing and it really is fucked up because this feeling tends to come 
from academia and it's not even that you're not intellectual it's just an academia they just tend to focus on one type of intellectual so it makes it hard for other people who are not that same way to fit in or to contribute and feel like their con- contributions are important and matter and are validated and there are many times that I've literally gone to a course and I've literally been sitting in the class and I'm like why the fuck am I here I feel so incompetent and no you are not fucking incompetent it is just the teaching style is not the way that is productive for you or people just want to fucking feel like they're fucking smart ass so they use big ass words to show how great their vocabulary is but ask them to use those same fucking words use the not even use those same words but use those words that they've used and put it in societal aspects and put it in social forms they can't even fucking put it in a societal form and explain it not through a definition but correlate it to actual things that happen in society and bringing down academia to connect to society and i feel like academia has just a sense of so being so posh and it doesn't connect with everyday society and i feel like because of my personality i don't speak the way other people speak in academia i choose not to talk like them i prefer not to talk like them either because like i feel there's some something more intellectual about taking such a complex topic and creating it and regurgitating it in a way that people who don't go through academics academia and academic structures can still understand it because it shouldn't be a conversation for people within the academia sphere or in academics it should also be a conversation for people who don't fucking go to college or university and these spaces should be eligible for other people but the way it's portrayed is like these spaces aren't eligible for other people and the way i speak in class like professors tend to love me or fucking hate me because the way i'm speaking to you now is literally the way i speak there's no difference like if i say something's fucked up i say that shit is fucked up i don't say wow i can't believe and just use gargantuan language for fucking no reason and i just want you to know that you are there for a reason and it is good that you are there and it's good that you are different because you are bringing a great perspective that is very different and it is okay that you are not like everybody else who is in your classes and who is like i fucking read the readings that were supplementary fuck those people you know it is okay that you are different and that is great because you are shedding light on a different perspective and so don't ever let yourself think that you are not good enough for these spaces because you are good enough for these spaces and these spaces need people like you so you can help open the doors for other people and that is so important in academia because if certain people did not open the space i would not be there and i would not be accepted to a certain extent. And the next one is 
get help. It is okay to ask for help. I'm still struggling with this today. Today, I'm still struggling with asking for help because I have so much pride and it's a very big problem of mine of feeling like I'm a failure if I don't ask for, if I ask for help and ask for an extension, it is okay to ask for help. It is actually more intellectually sound to ask for help than it is to not fucking ask for help and fucking drown in the bitch because like you have so much shit to do and there's no way you're going to get through all of them on time and you're going to get A's on all of them if you cannot ask for help and ask for an extension or something. And a lot of profs can actually be helpful to get you an extension and it is okay that you need help. And the most important part of going through university is not about being able to to do all these things at once. It's about being able to do them but also knowing when you need help and accepting help when it when it comes to you that is very important and the last but not least part of the things you need to know educator 101 and university or college and sometimes high school is college and university are just like fucking high school there's no fucking difference the same fucking people you had in high school are the same fucking people you have in college and university. The only difference is is on a greater scale and y'all are adults now. So y'all can be up to even more fuckery than you were in high school. So that's the only difference. But high school is literally in college and university. It's the same thing. Same people. Like the same drama. The same bullshit. And I realized that with one of my friends because she was in college and the shit she would tell me, I'm like, oh my God, why? Why is this happening? You sound like you're still in high school and that you've never left because the same drama would be happening because their class sizes and it's a smaller campus and like it was just like high school and it terrified me. And I feel like university is like high school, but a little bit different because you have you tend to have bigger classrooms until you get into the older years and by the time you get into the older years nobody's really trying to make friends out here let's be honest you're just trying to get your degree and get the fuck up out of there so be wary when people are like oh high school is great it's so different than like sorry my bad oh my i'm slipping it is late that is why it is so late and my ass is tired and i'm getting old so I shouldn't be up this late. But back to the point is high school is literally what college is and university is. Like they're the same thing. They're all the same thing. They just come at you in different forms. And just be wary that like the same people that you went to high school with are going to be the same people you find in college and university. And that it's not always going to be easy because the conflict and the problems that you're going to have to deal with are going to be so fucking mundane and stupid. But that's a story for a whole nother day. Okay, so to continue this Getting Educated 101... And from a school and academic perspective, we're going to talk about things you should never do. Never. Never, honey. 
listen to Patty. Patty knows what she's talking about. She's been through it. That's why I'm telling you, I'm trying to teach you these lessons so you don't have to get taught them. You just have to hear them, you know? So lesson number one, procrastination. Don't do it. Don't do it. It is a bitch. And you know what? It just, like, it just, it's so easy to do and it's so easy to procrastinate. But, like, don't do it. Like, try your hardest to not procrastinate because it just makes everything worse. Like, you're stressing, a bitch is sweating, you're tired as fuck, you've been up since 5 a.m. the night before because you're still doing your assignment and it's due the next day and you have to write a 3,000 page paper in one night like don't do it it's not worth it it's not worth your stress it's not worth the time that is why you need to manage your time so number two don't cram so that also has to go with procrastination and but it's more in like an exam or a midterm thing where like you wait till last minute to study don't do it Nothing's going to fucking stick in your head. Yeah, you're going to have that one point that sticks in there. But what about the all the other fucking 30 to like 50 questions that you're going to have? That's just not going to stick. Unless you're fucking talented. Well, good for fucking you. But like, I, on the other hand, not that person. So I don't do it. I don't like I study in advance. I learned the hard way, though. Don't worry. Like, I'm not bragging. I'm saying it takes time to learn it. But if your ass learns it before me, like, I would be so happy for you. And I would be so proud of you. And I'd be like, wow, bitch, you're already doing better than me. So, like, I think that is great. You know, keeping you one step ahead. Goal. Keeping you one step ahead. So, the next thing is don't forget to plan, you know managing your time procrastination looks good it sounds easy you sometimes get a's but it is better to manage your time and make sure you don't have to worry about things like this number four don't be scared to ask questions a lot of people within their first and second year are very scared to ask questions and that is why they tend to feel like there's a lot of things that they're missing within the material or they don't know because they don't ask questions. And I feel it is important to ask questions, not just to your prof, but like if you feel more comfortable with your classmates, ask them questions. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to your prof in person, you could literally send them an email. And if they don't respond, send them another one. And it shows that you're interested and it shows that you're willing to learn and that you want to learn. And that is a way to connect with profs and for them to get to know you, especially if you want to do a master's, but also just to have a build a better rapport if you ever wanted, like, you know, a reference letter. And the next one is don't let your university or college life revolve or evolve around just partying because that's great and shit and it's great to turn up every once in a while but you know it's not the reason you should be going to school if you're going to school to party yeah I should stop going to school because you should be going to school to get a degree to achieve something 
to go down a certain career path if that if that is what you prefer but not to fucking party because you don't need a fucking part you know like you don't need a degree to party like you could literally just go and party so yes it is great to go party and like turn up and whatever but like it's also good to actually know what the fuck you're in university for and don't let partying revolve around your university experience because there's so much more to partying there is so much more like you can contribute to volunteering or different organizations and you know you know studying would be cute that would be nice if you did that too while you're in university since that's what you're supposed to be doing and back to self-doubt we're done like this is this is a new year bitch It's not a new me, but we're not going to self-doubt anymore because it's not necessary, especially within the academic sphere. Not necessary at all. And the last one is do not skip your meals. Honey, you need to eat. Like, if you do not eat, you will not be able to stay awake or stay in class and participate. How do I know this? Because I fall asleep in class all the time all the fucking time because I'm not eating or I'm not sleeping enough or I'm not taking enough supplements to like match out my body and my vitamin level like these are important things if you're not taking care of yourself who the fuck is going to take care of your body like nobody it is important to take care of yourself and take care of your body so that you are able to be in school and that you are able to study and that you are able to focus those are very important things so you know this was the things you should never do so with these do's and don'ts we're gonna focus on another don't which is people you should never meet while you're in school or at least try to fucking avoid because these people are just not people you need to be around so number one people who are overly competitive with you like we don't need to compete i'm in my own lane you can't compete in a lane that i've created myself with with me like you can't compete with me it doesn't work like that like why do you feel the need to compete with me are you is it not good enough that you should be competing with yourself not others like not necessary number two people that you should not deal with are moochers Ooh, this is like a hardcore thing every fucking year so especially when you're in first year like there are some people who are gonna pretend to be your friends but they don't really give a fuck about you the only reason that they're pretending to be your friends is because your ass makes bomb ass notes shout out to one of my friends because i know her ass makes really good notes and she's that type of fucking person that people will always ask for notes from and because she's a nice person she'll give it to them and people think that it's okay to just use people for notes and stop coming to class or stop taking notes that's not acceptable like and people were always willing to take notes from her but never willing to help her the irony like stay away from moochers they're literally gonna ruin your mood because you're gonna be working like i didn't know you were paying two tuitions like i thought you were just paying one like 
why are you working so hard for them too? Like you're acting like they're your, they're getting your degree too. Like, or you're getting two degrees for them. Like it's not fair. Don't let moochers take over your life in university. Don't do it. Number three, energy drainers. People who bring you down. People who don't say, bitch, you the shit. Bitch, you're so fucking smart. Bitch, I love you. Bitch, let's get educated together. Like, people who are not trying to boost your self-esteem, they should be nowhere near you because we're trying to elevate and not descend. Not descend to hell. No, we're trying to elevate our lives. And if you're not here to help me elevate, you're not here with me at all. So you shouldn't be even close to my lane. And I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of university students or people who are going into university are so insecure because they don't really know themselves and they're too busy trying to find themselves. And so while they're trying to find themselves, they're trying to, they're bringing you down because for some reason that makes them feel better because you already know yourself and you know what you would like. So don't deal with it. They're not worth it. They're not worth your time. And I get like, Yeah, sometimes it can sound like nice people, but, you know, they're really not nice people. They really don't give a fuck about you. And they're just trying to use you. And the next type of person you want to ignore are people who are just ignorant. Like, people who in class you literally roll your eyes at. Don't try to talk to them. If you feel like you need to roll your eyes at them because they're ignorant and they're not reflecting on different perspectives within society... There's no need to try to be buddy-buddy with them. Like, they're not going to be productive to you. They're going to be counterproductive because they are going to be the people who tend to, like, disagree with what you say. And it is okay to disagree, but to, like, in a form that is productive and, like, reflecting on different perspectives and getting to know different perspectives... These are not those type of people. These are the type of people who don't give a fuck about what the fuck you have to say, who thinks their opinion is the best, and who thinks they know every experience and how they've experienced so much and that their experience is more valuable than anybody else's experience or that they don't need to reflect on anybody else's experience because of their experiences. And I feel that is problematic because you cannot just look at the world from one perspective. It comes in multiple perspectives, but you can have one that you prefer. And these are not the people who think like that. These are the people who are like, this is my world and this is the only way it works. And how dare you try to question me? And the last one is the people who fucking feel like they don't need to learn and they fucking know everything. They fucking irk the shit out of me. Fuck those kids. Fuck those people who come to class and fucking challenge the teacher. If I wanted you to teach, I would have paid you to teach and not the teacher. If your ass was a prof, you would have a degree for a prof. But your ass came to learn. So shut the fuck up and learn and let me get my fucking degree and stop fucking irking the prof. Because if you're irking the prof, you're irking me and you're fucking with my grades. And I don't need you to fuck with my grades, okay? So shut the fuck up. I fucking hate those kids who literally come to class and think that their opinion is the most important and like they need to teach the prof everything. There are some instances that that is okay, but when you're stopping the lecture every five minutes, we have a problem. Houston, 
we have a problem. It's not acceptable. I'm now down for the cause and I'm not, I'm not about it. I'm really not. I just want to go into this class, get my lecture done, get my notes and get the fuck out. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask? Me thinks the fuck not. Okay, so with this, we got to talk about like, you know, the different types of profs and TAs. So me and some of my homegirls, shout out to my homegirls who helped me create this list of, you know, the different types of profs that you'll get. And prof number one, profs who don't give a fuck. And that not giving a fuck sense comes in various forms like not giving a fuck about your life and assigning you 150 pages and thinking that's the only as if that's the only class you have and this is not even a fourth year course for you to be assigning me that many pages for a class as if I don't have another four other courses that I have to deal with that's absurd so that's the that's one of the don't give a fucks another don't give a fuck is they don't care about school and they have office hours but they never fucking show up what the fuck is the point of office hours if you don't show up or they don't give a fuck where they don't even have office hours and that you have to book the appointment but if you can't even get in contact with them how the fuck can you book office hours like you really just don't give a fuck like come on for real Another one is professors who think they know everything. I've literally clashed with so many professors who think they know everything because they come from a very problematic perspective where it's like, it's very much as if I don't need to learn anything because I've learned all I need to learn. But the whole idea of you being a prof is that you're still doing research and you're still learning. So for you to act like you don't need to learn anything else as if your perspective is already spectacular is problematic to me. Because you should always be learning as a prof and you shouldn't be staying stagnant. And oh, I've had so many profs who like literally think that their words are the shit. Like they're like they just know every fucking thing. And it just no, it just doesn't work like that. Like, and then number three is the professors who look down on you and are very condescending especially towards the students as if you guys are stupid you guys don't know anything and as if y'all aren't fucking adults who are in school like they actually think y'all are kids out here no everybody is an adult in university you are literally an adult so you should not be talking to me like that stay in your lane stay like get get on a better level because like if you need to talk down to me that's really fucked up And then there's also profs who literally are not flexible at all. So like some fucked up shit would happen to you or a family emergency and you're trying to reschedule a test or an assignment and they literally just won't work with you. They literally won't. And they're working against you because they don't want you to fucking win. They don't want you to win for real. And then there are the profs who are so sweet, you know? so nice until you fucking get that exam and then they slap your ass in the face and you're like what the fuck where the fuck did this shit come from i wasn't ready for this i thought we were talking about something else 
I thought, I thought we were studying a total different topic. Why am I saying shit that I've never seen in my life on this exam that we've never studied in class? Why the fuck did we spend three hours every class studying this shit that's not even on the fucking exam? You know, there are those profs that are so sneaky, sneaky as fuck. And then, you know, last but not least are my favorite types of profs. The profs who actually give a fuck. The profs who actually want you to learn, want you to engage in the material, and really care to help you learn. And I love those fucking profs because they're working with you and not working against you as if as if it is not hard enough studying in school and being a university or college student, but to also have different systems also working against you on top of that while you're trying to learn and get your degree like and to have profs like that like they just melt your fucking heart like I had a prof because I had got sick once and I got really badly injured and she was just like what can I do for you and she's like how can I help you and I was just like it's you're just asking me how you could help me literally fucking made my day i've never fucking heard a prof ask me how they can help me like never never like that means so much to me those small words how can you help me i'm bitch i love you and she's literally still one of my fucking favorite profs to this day because like she just gets it she just gets it and you don't really have to say much because she is so understanding and she's so she's such an easy to love person she's so lovable so those are my props that you'll likely get you know just watch out because most of them are trash for real most of the props that you will get are fucking trash unless you're lucky and you're in a major where it's pretty predominantly positive affirming props which is very unlikely but you know good for you good for you so (laughs) with a prof usually comes a ta and a ta for those of you who do not know is a teaching assistant and a teaching assistant tends to like help with certain things like discussion groups and grading your assignment because not all profs grade their students assignments because there are so many kids in a class and not only do, do they have to create the lecture and the content and the syllabus but grading these assignments would probably be too hard so they tend to have like at least one ta for a class but like if it's a class of five you tend to have at least three, like not five my bad if it's a class of like 500 you tend to have like three or four tas to make it a lot easier on the prof and TAs are similar to profs, but like a little bit different. So of course you get the really nice one who really cares for you and really just wants to make sure that your work is getting done and that you have every ample, like you have every opportunity and ample opportunity to make sure your work gets done and on time and you get a good mark and then that you pass the class with a great grade. And then you also get the TAs who are snakes and they're literally out like they're out for blood like they don't give a fuck about you you also get what my friend calls the sweeteners you know as long as you're their friend they go ride for you and they're gonna help you on your way and then you also get those ones who 
are assigned to the class but don't want to be there and you can fucking tell because they're literally fucking miserable because it's probably not something that they want to teach they don't give a fuck about the course or they just want to fucking study whatever they're fucking studying and then you also get the ones who are assigned to the class and assigned to like discussion groups and office hours but never show up because they just fucking just choose not to and so like they don't show up to classes but they still snaking you but you just can't figure out who the fuck they are because they're never in the class and they're never fucking around so like they're like an invisible ta so you don't really know who they are you've never seen them before you hear your prof talk about them but You've never fucking heard anybody else talk about them because you've nobody else has ever actually fucking met them. So warning. Yes, I did say that technically you could buy the book, copy the pages. But that is also breaking the law and copyright infringement. But I'm not saying that you should do it. But if you do do it, you know, I can't stop you and I don't know. So it wasn't my fault. But just don't tell nobody you did it, including me. Because technically... You should not be doing it, and I don't endorse it. Okay, so, wow. I know, that was so much information. I know this was one of my longer podcasts, but, like, I feel there was so much content to dissect and focus on because you know it's important to get educated getting educated in different ways not only getting educated in different ways but knowing what ways work for you and for me focusing on my perspective of being in school I felt like that was a very important context to focus on and give people greater perspective on it because a lot of people who aren't in university or a lot of people who have been to university years ago, this probably will relate to you. Like, or you will know what university is more like or college is more like when you get in there or if you would ever wanted to go back or just understanding your children's experiences as a millennial and being in school. And... I just want to thank you for listening to this and shout out to my homegirls for helping me out. You know who you are. You're the bomb. I love y'all so much. You are my heart. And who else am I going to shout out? Shout out to my mama because she the bomb. And thank you for listening. If you want to look at more of my content and more of my poetry side, you can totally go to my Instagram, which is millennial spaces so like at millennial spaces on instagram and you can totally message me if you would prefer i also have an email account it's the same thing at millennial spaces at gmail.com please send me any information that you would like to talk about i would love to hear 
how you guys feel about what I've said and what I'm missing or something that I haven't contributed in the conversation, please bring in your perspective. I would love it. To do what is right is to end this podcast the way I started. So we're going to go back to the quote of the day. You know, you got to make this shit go full circle, you know? So our quote of the day is, These four walls do not define our ability to be educated or to educate. And this is... Millennial Spaces. I'm your homegirl, Patty LaBelle. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm out. This is that once in a lifetime.